yeah, my uh, my cousin, he'll send me. He's always looking to like invest in a uh, in fucking Southwest Florida. If you see my mother, yeah, Squale. Um, he's looking to invest in Southwest Florida, like what property? Property. So he'll be like, "Yo, what about what about this town?" And I'll just be like, oh, "I don't fucking know." What falls? What is Southwest Florida? Fort Myers. Yeah, like Fort Myers area, Naples. So he's like, he said something about Lehigh Acres today. He's like, he's like, "Yo, what do you, what do you think about Lehigh Acres?" I was like, "Bro, I don't know shit about it." Because I'd already told him before a uh, hurricane. So is this your cousin? <laughs> yeah, my cousin, and uh, he's from Cali, but he lives in and he's just like, I was just like, yeah, man, fucking, it's blown up on I-75, new shopping centers, new yeah. everything. So he sends me this gif of uh, a dildo that's just growing and getting bigger. <laughs> it's like chubbing up hearing me talk about it. I'm just like, Wait, why? Does he have money like that? It doesn't have, I would feel like. I feel like he's always had money. He's always like, he's, he's like a hustler. <coughs> he's like, he's got the gift of gab. Like, he's the type of dude that will just like, he'll just talk to the fucking, I mean, he's kind of like, you. he'll just talk to the, the clerk at the gas station and just fucking yeah. chum it up. And I do make, feel like I have that, too. I always yeah. just fucking, yeah. He's in sales. I used or to he be. used to be in sales. I used to be. <clears throat> I feel like, in, not that I'm an investor by any fucking stretch of the imagination, but, like, I feel like people look at Florida, like, how it used to be, like, pre-COVID, where you could still come down here and buy a fucking $250,000 house, right. or, like, a $80,000 condo, rent it, you know, make a few dollars. With the influx of people now, I feel like investment-wise, like you can't, yeah, okay, you buy a condo, whatever. When you do a 6% mortgage rate or whatever, you're, I, I feel like you're not going to get like what it used to be. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like, the risk is just so much higher because you're laying out four times the amount of money to get what you know what is still the same as it was fucking 20 years ago you know what i mean yeah i don't know what he's got going on because he's always he's got he's got people that are always feeding him places right and so i don't know if he'd be like a group investment thing because a lot of people do that because he's not gonna i mean he's on the other side of the country it's mm -hmm. not like he's gonna be able to come and do shit no they just hire fucking property manager yeah when companies. they do their when they do their numbers they just say okay the price is five hundred thousand. It, the mortgage is going to cost us X. The property manager is going to be Y. The insurance is going to be Z. If the numbers equate and everybody, even if they make a couple hundred bucks, they'll do it. Uh, I used to know a guy that was, uh, there was 13 guys in a group that invested in all the bars that like we used to go to. And I always used to be like, oh my God, imagine owning this place. Then I, it, he ended up being my accountant. Found out that he was one of those guys and it was just a, a big group. So like, Think about it. If you have, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars in the bank, what is that doing? Absolutely nothing. They'll send you the end of year statement. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Michelle, you just made money. six bucks for the year. Yeah. They held your fifty. They probably made sixty thousand. And then yours. inflation went up. Fuck yeah. Man. So these guys just say, "Fuck it, okay, get a bunch of people together. Let's all put in twenty thousand, whatever." And that's how they. Maybe he's part of that. I yeah, don't know. maybe. My uh, my mom's trying to get me to invest in a fucking like hippie bus. For what? Just like park on her property and rent out to people. And what? Let's so just use it to what? Go yeah, to the she's beach trying and to shit? go like thirds on on it with us. Like, it's like a sixty-five thousand dollar bus. I'm like, nah. Thirds. 
thirdsies. Yeah. For, so it could park on your property. Yeah. And you like, nah, dude. And I find when you find out that the hippie is you driving around all the time. Yeah, dude. Listening to Jerry Garcia. Wait, so what would the what would you do with that? Like, what would you do? I mean, when would you see a return on the you wouldn't, right? Years probably. Yeah. But it's almost like, you know, you can make money, as, well, from what I hear. I invest in shit. Another big thing, um, you know, Turo, the rent-a-car thing? No. So this is a big thing. You can buy, like, you could do your own car rentals. So, like, your car, your truck right now. Right. If you know you're going to be, you're going away, you could put your truck on Turo, the specifications, everything. It's almost have, like Airbnb or Swimply. Yes. And so what I was thinking about doing, if I had money, is buying like a couple Priuses. Buy a fucking fleet? No, you could, if they show you on the site, they literally hold your hand and walk through it. If you have like three cars going, you can make like, I don't know, I think it's like 30 to 50,000 a year. You just advertise it, people look it up, be like, here's the address. You would park it like in an area that's like really busy. You'd have to find somebody, whatever. You leave the keys, you take a picture of their license, tell them, 30 bucks a day, 40 bucks a day, and Airbnb, same thing. As as you get better ratings, clean car, uh, keys are there, on time, whatever, you know, very smooth transaction, you get stars. If you're a five-star uh, renter or whatever you're called, people will go to you right away. You'll be at the top, and you literally rent your car per day. I mean, how long until the chop shops catch on and start gaining I, in, intel on, like, where these cars with their keys? It's a parked. huge, it's already a huge thing. Like, I know somebody from New York that moved down here. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, oh, no, I'm just chilling. He had like a settlement for construction. He's like, my son is down here. He's like 20 or something. I'm like, oh, what's he doing? He's like, oh, he goes to college, but he's like a hustler. He has, he owns like three, not exotics, but like three decent cars that he just rents out. And it's the same fucking thing as like buying a, a house and renting. He goes to the dealership. What's this going to cost me up front right now? How much is the monthly payment? Blah, blah, blah. You get that number. Then you say, okay, 30 days in a month. If I can rent it for X amount per day, at the end of the month, I'm going to be left with this. I pay this not, and I'm left over with 500 bucks for the month. Yeah. That's one car. So the more cars, it's the same shit. The more cars you get, fucking. Yeah, I had a tenant that was, uh, I had a tenant when I was property managing. It was, they were like these young Jamaican kids and they started their own like exotic car rental thing and bro they would have the cops fucking come into their place all the time because the neighbors thought they were selling drugs because they were like these young kids that had fucking Lambos right. and Rari's like parked out front the exotics are dangerous I mean granted you can rent them for probably a thousand or fifteen hundred for the day but god forbid I mean your Turo covers you you can take out the insurance like for How's a lot of money spell? What? How's Turo spelled? Like T-U-R-O? Like I think so, yeah. Um, T-U-R-O. I've never even heard of that before. I'll send you the, the page. That'd be sick, just running down the truck. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about doing it. But that's something just fucking... Yeah, how about that? I've got my mom on Swimply with her pool. That's the problem when we say no, fuck that, because it's like scary. It's like a little un, out of our comfort zone, but think about it. What's the worst that could happen? You fucking open an LLC, buy the car under the LLC, make the car payments. The second that you start going on the wrong side of the equation for the month and now you're going to come out of pocket for the car, let it repossess it. Or sell it, whatever, close the LLC, call it a day. You know? Yeah. But at least you took the shot. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm always down to fucking try. The, yeah, uh, you got those rock necklaces over there. You fucking. I know. I'll fucking. I probably. I probably have like three or four failed businesses under my belt. Which is great because one of them's gonna fucking. Law of averages. Law of averages. One of them's gonna fucking hit eventually. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm the one that just doesn't give a fuck. Dude, there was a there was like this crazy thing I heard where there's like this bacteria or parasite that you get from cats, and it makes you like not give a fuck. And supposedly like half of Paris has this thing. Is this a just real like, thing? It's a real thing. Where like people half that have cats. Paris, France. Supposedly half of Paris, France has this fucking parasite in them and it like attacks the brain to the point where you just you're in is it unhealthy like can you die no it won't kill you it just alters your thinking it alters your thinking to where you you'll become a risk taker if you weren't a risk taker before you'll just be like ah fuck it i'll fucking drop 50 on the game yeah and i was just like man i wonder if i got that shit from like the cats that my my parents had as a kid we this cat honey girl uh, I wonder if she gave me that weird shit. You probably didn't get it from Kat. You probably are just wife, one of those dudes that my just My wife don't is Jewish. She's like... Yeah, they definitely don't have cats with she's parasites. Not, she's not trying to invest in anything, dude. Mm-hmm. I'll talk her into doing some stuff with me. I mean, my wife's like, an Italian Jew. Yeah. Um, you, know, you said... Earlier you said you... you back in the day you got the hookup on... Uh, on fragrances and shit. Yeah, but that was... An ex-girlfriend, right? But anyway, yeah, I, I used to not really like. <clears throat> I didn't have like an abundance of it. I had it for like my personal. <clears throat> but she would come home with like a duffel bag of fucking all this Tom Ford, fucking all like these high-end fragrances. And I used to, I used to use them. But yeah. we had so many, I would fucking sell them on eBay. I look. Let's look it up. How much the Tom Ford O Wood sells for is that your is that your go-to i used to like it a lot but she hates the i think she only hates it because my ex liked it okay so i thought it was pretty good i've never i've never smoked that my uh my favorite they discontinued man which one uh ysl so you say laurent yeah i have it the ginger yam it's like the ginger one uh, I like I like the Lahome the Lahome whatever like their their main one their basic one that, that one's like my favorite but there's this other one called the small bottle is 180 the big bottle that I used to get is 400 bucks 400 just and that that's actually a little down from what it used to be I used to sell it for like 300 on oh yeah dude but uh, no you know what I used to get when I used to work in the city there was a guy and. Uh, He's like, oh, come on, I got it. He used to come to work literally smelling like a French hooker. He would be dressed to the nines, leather jacket, never nails done. He would tell, like, the supers of the company, they'd be like, oh, can you get a couple guys to go over there? They'd be like, yeah, not now, I'm going to get it. I got a manicure at 11. Like, just didn't give a fuck. So one day, he's like, oh, come on, I got to go get cologne. Me and him fucking walk, like, 20 blocks down downtown Manhattan. He had like this little, it wasn't like Canal Street, but it was like, it, no, yeah, it wasn't down there. Oh. It wasn't like that, because that could be like fake cologne, I guess, maybe. Right. I don't know, it was like some Arabs. They were by like the Empire State Building, and they had literally every fucking fragrance that has ever been manufactured in the whole entire world. Insane. And like dirt cheap. Like I, I bought, um, what the fuck is it now? I can't even think about it. Uh, oh, it's killing me. 
I'm about to go inside and get it. It's Blueberry? Fun. No, no. It's like. Oh, it's one of those like. Yeah. Oh, those Creed. Are, um, Creed. Aventus. Uh, yeah. It's like a few it, hundred it, dollars. It, it's like a couple hundred bucks and like. Yeah. Fucking George Clooney wears it, right? That, yeah. That type of shit. It, it smells like. I, I feel like you know, no homo. I feel like it's just like like a man's pheromones. Yeah, it's just like straight a, up shot of it. Yeah, it, literally when I put it on, like I'll walk by Britney and say, "What do you want?" You're like, what, like she, you see her, like, like you know those TikToks where like if I was wearing this, would you come home with me? Yeah, it's like that kind of cologne. Like I'll walk by my wife and she'll be like, "It's like insane." But the bottle was like three fifty or something like that, and at this place, I think it was like under 200 it was like 120 bucks or whatever and it was the real deal the real deal nice yeah. i don't know if they get it all shipped in at like wholesale prices whatever but we used to go there you see a versace all these colognes we walk out fucking bags Dude, that's so sick i love i love cologne man there's people that say like oh the fuck that shit it's like what i used to you always don't wear smell it. fucking great dude i smell like ass dude if i don't wear cologne like, what are you talking about i used to always wear i used to I guess being 42, dad, kids, wife, I'm just like, whatever. But I used to have, like, a regimen. Friday nights before we go out, I would, like, again, so good. Shave my, this is late. Shave my Gucci? Late, <laughs> yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. Shave my whole body, fresh haircut, always, Dude, always cologne. Yeah, always. Now, like, I have all these colognes in there. They're probably expired. I rarely put them on. Like, I probably put cologne on. Maybe ten times a year. But you know, it pays off though. When you when you like, yeah, you have the fresh nice. haircut. You right. smell good. You're feeling fresh. You go out. You fucking. I never wear my. You get a kill, bro. You always get a kill. Yeah, now get my wife is the kill. Yeah, it's a sure thing. I don't need cologne. No, dude, you don't need cologne anymore. Yeah, man. Uh, what was your her. What was your go to back in the day? I remember I did. Um, as a kid, I loved the uh, Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan's first cologne. I never, I never smelled. What I couldn't stand was Adidas Moves. You remember that one? I never. My cologne that I used to use, like Aqua de Geo. Okay. Um. Obviously, like Cool Water was like the first ever, like Jakar Cool Water. Never heard of that. Really? No. You ever heard of Jupe? Jupe was a, probably like that. Could have been like one of the Jakar or candies. No, Jakar Cool Water. I think, uh, I think candies was Dennis Rodman's. I used to, I never got colognes that were like those like sponsored. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I did Jupe, Jakar briefly in high school, Cool Water in high school. Um, I used to like Very Sexy from Victoria's Secret, uh, Versace, Dolce and Gabbana, like all like the fucking fancy colognes. Yeah. Right? So was, I that was like my my go-to. A couple years ago, I, w I was at Macy's like doing the whole fucking like smelling the coffee beans yeah, clearing yeah, the yeah. palate and then just I went through the whole fucking store with this sales lady and um what trying to sell you fragrance yeah I, my mom was like hey for your birthday or for Christmas I can't remember what it was just you know pick one out and I remember I read an article shortly before that where it was talking about like what Brad Pitt and George Clooney and they all wore that vented like that shit that you were talking yeah, about yeah yeah um, but I was smelling all these, like, I think Johnny Depp had, like, a brand new Dior one, and it's like, none of them smell good, man. You know what's so, it, it's like a, you can't trust that, oh. like, who sponsors it, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, they could be spraying, banderas, like, liquid diarrhea yeah. on themselves, then they'll look, and right, still they'll look tight. right in the camera, and swear to God that this is the greatest scent in the whole world, and they put their name on it, 
because they don't they don't give a fuck about their name like our word our names that's all we have really not to sound cliche but for them it's a selling point that that company is writing them a check for god only knows what so of course they're gonna say it's fucking good i guarantee if you were to take a real poll like truth they don't even use that shit they yeah. just take their check they back it they sponsor it and that's it they don't fucking the only like uh, Matthew McConaughey with the Lincoln because he did the movie Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big fucking now he's a spokesperson for Lincoln. I'm sure he has Lincolns in I like his house because they're free. Yeah, they're free. They give him to hell here, so I'm sure he probably has them. And Lincolns are clean, dude. They are, but does he? I'll push a Lincoln or a view. In in truth, like if he was to really be true to himself, does he really fuck no like the Lincoln? Is or LeBron he likes, James driving a Kia? Right. <laughs> or does he like the fact that <laughs> Lincoln pays him to say he likes the Lincoln? While he's rolling a booger, remember, uh, did you see that Jim Carrey impression of uh, the... Jim Carrey was on Saturday Night Live and he did an impression of Matthew McConaughey in those commercials, those Lincoln commercials. And he's just like sitting there driving the car and he picks his nose and just starts rolling a booger. No, but fingers. that's funny as shit. And he's just like... And he's being serious. He's, face, he's right? like talking like, and yeah, when it came through... You know, it's, it's great. <coughs> Yo, Matthew McConaughey, I feel like, uh, you've seen the movie Days and Confused, right? Yeah. Where he's like, all right, all right. All right, all like, right. Like, his character then was, like, cool, laid back, hippie, stoner. Like, everything was great, great, peace and love, whatever. And he had that voice for it. Obviously, he's done other roles, but I feel like his whole shtick and, like, persona is geared to that. So even those fucking... True Detective. Yeah, what? There was a season that he was in True Detective. It was great. Was he the same way? Yeah, he's, he even said, all right, all right. Yeah, like that's his, I guarantee you that he's, that's trademarked that line by him. Yeah. Every time someone says it, they probably have to pay him. But like, even those Lincoln commercials, like who drives the car like, yeah. Like, dude, are you, are you getting a blowjob or are you fucking driving the car? You know what I'm saying? Like he's like so laid back and chill, like that he plays to that persona the whole time. Yeah. Even in fucking Wolf of Wall Street, you've seen Wolf of Wall Street, yep. right? When he's doing, uh, yeah, when he's doing the bumps, he's a yeah. cocaine and hookers, my friends. He's still supposed to be like this hotshot broker and all amped up, and he's still kind of like, oh um, yeah, you know, he's just like a surfer, chill dude. Yeah. Even though he's from the country, I think, or I think he's from Texas. I mean, I like him, but he's I'm from Uvalde, where that shooting was. Yo, I just seen the uh, a body cam was released of a, a shooting in Texas. Did you see that? Uh, wait, with the lady in the bathtub with her two-year-old? No. Oh, I didn't watch that. Did you see that? No, I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch that. So she was like... Trying to drown her kids, right? She was trying to drown her kids in the tub. It's so fucked up because like the headline says... I'm sorry to cut you off, but the headline says like body cam footage, uh, cops, uh, you know, saving two-year-old mother was trying to drown so I understand, like, if we're cops and you go in, like, you, you have to make sure that we're not in danger. So, like, you kick in the door. Then you start, like, scoping this room. You know, though, that the call is, like, distressed. So you would think, like, you'd be like, get in there, get in there. But you have to go slow. Oh, yeah. So you clear this room, clear that room. Then they cleared one room and there was two other kids in there. I guess they're, I didn't, I didn't put the volume on because I was at work. But I'm, I, they were in there for a second. So I'm sure they were kind of being like, you okay, what's up, blah, blah, blah. It was probably, like... From the time they, they got in the front door, it was probably like two minutes before they got to the bathroom. And you could, I don't know if they shot the lady or taser or whatever, but you could see like the lady's back. You couldn't really see the kid. I'm sure it was submerged and then you just see them like ripping the kid out. I think the kid um, survived or whatever. But it's like, 
that, that, like I said, I know you have to go through a protocol, but I mean, fuck. I wonder who called. I don't know. One of the siblings, probably, right? Or a neighbor, yeah, or a neighbor or something. I, I'd like to think, like, if I was a cop, I'd, I'd want to be, like, almost like the guys in, like, uh, California that did that robbery where they had all the full body armor on. Like, they made the movie Heat off of it, I think. Yeah. Where they knew they couldn't really get killed unless it was, like, a shot in the fucking eye. Yeah. Like, if I, I would like to run in and just, yeah, shoot me, like, go buck and try to save somebody. Like, even with the school shootings, you see them all, like, print, like, everything is slow. Yeah, why can't they get decked out in full body armor? And also, I feel like if you're a trained cop for X amount of years, and you're 10 years, 10 years older than a high schooler that has an AR-15 that probably doesn't really know how to handle it the right way, like, you should be able to run in there and just go fucking buck wild, get right to him. He's probably going to miss you when he starts shooting, and just get busy. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this, um... This video, the cop was, it, it, it's kind of cool. The video starts off with him just being a cop and he's just like, uh, he's in a parking lot and it's like probably a good looking mom and like three young kids. And he's just like, all right, kids, listen to your mom. You know, it's like, just like, seems like just like the smooth like brother. And he's just like, he's like, yo, make sure you wear your seatbelt, listen to your mom. All right. And then you just hear da 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 in the distance. And he, and he was just like, oh shit. And he reaches in his car and just goes straight for his AR. And and he just starts running. Oh, what? So he was just talking said, to those people. They had nothing to do with anything. They had nothing to do with anything. But he heard gunfire. The body cam footage starts with him in the parking lot just being kind of like, all right, you make sure having you listen a, to your mom. Yeah, having a great shift. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute, cute like mom right. by herself with like her kids. Like, and then you just hear in He's the like, distance. You know, every kid needs a dad. I'll be back. Don't go nowhere. And like, and it's a like some outdoor. Maybe it's an outdoor mall or uh, something like that. And he's in the parking lot, and he just goes, "Oh fuck!" And he goes and he grabs his AR-15 out of the out of the uh, patrol car, and then he just starts running because he doesn't know where it is. And it turns out it would have been much better if he drove. Right, why? Because he's probably like three miles away. Dude, he, he like ran. He ran all the way down. He he got gassed. There, there's a part where he just starts walking. He's hearing the guns go off, and he just and I mean he's like reporting, but he's like, <sighs> and he just keeps running, and then he's like telling people, like, "Yo, get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here," and then finally you just see him just go, pa 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 pa, pa 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 pa. I think I fucking got him. I think I got him. And then and then they go down and then. He's calling somebody else. He's like, yo, don't shoot me. I'm fucking here. Don't shoot me. Did I get him? Did I fucking get him? He's like, yeah, you got him. And he's like, god damn it. I got him? And he's like, yeah, you got him. And he's like, what state right. is this? I think it's in Texas. Like yeah. Alan, Texas, something like that. But yeah, he just fucking, I mean, it, it was such a, that one, the one recently where the, there was two cops that went in. I mean, there, there was a, there was a full SWAT force that went in. That shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you see that one? I don't see any of these, dude. I don't watch this shit. Like, I can't even keep up with everything. I, I, you know, I'm in like my own fucking. I know the world is fucked up. I don't even yeah. fucking keep up with anything. There's a dope one in Nashville where the basically the SWAT officers they go in and they fucking do their job. Unlike that one in Texas, right, where they just sat out there for the, that shit was a fucking. Wait, which tragedy. one in Texas? There was one in uh, the Homeboy. Matthew McConaughey's hometown, where the cops go in, they hear it, but they have to wait for something. There's like some protocol, whatever. 
they get they they fucking bitch out. They sit there. There's cops on video doing hand sanitizer in the hallway. They're just oh, sitting yeah, there waiting yeah, yeah, while, while kids oh, no, are getting slaughtered. That's a school shooting. There's a school shooting yeah, in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one in, in Nashville, <coughs> there's a badass body cam of them going up. And I they fucking oh, blasted, dude. I, I, I fucking miss what you were saying. You're talking about school shootings. I did see that one. Yeah. yeah. I feel like like if I was a cop, I was just going to say, there's another, there's a, there's a reel or whatever. It's like this black dude, he's a cop, and he pulls up on this dark ass, like, dead end or whatever I, I guess he got a call or whatever he gets out of the car he starts walking and he hears like not gunfire it's like like a crazy like a like a fucking haunted like animal like a crazy noise <laughs> like, like, <laughs> haunted, like King Kong is back there and you see him he's like this he's like walking he's all chill and he hears noises he's like this and he just turns right Fuck back that. around to go back cause yo like, you have to think about it like my boy's a cop and I I one of my best friends I told him like yo dude don't be no fucking hero like at the end of the day these cops yeah they make a hundred hundred fifty thousand but they have kids they have families wives and everything else like you know it's not it is your job but it's like yo you know you gotta I don't know that I would run into like a domestic where maybe there there could be a gun there couldn't be like I, I'd be cautious if I was a cop and it was a school shooting like and there was kids, kids? and something like that I, dude, I wouldn't be sanitizing my fucking hands. If I died that day trying to get in there, I would expect my wife to articulate what happened and what I was trying to do when they got older to understand that, and I would, I'd be good dying that way. Yeah, but I'm not going into no fucking domestic where, you know, the husband pulled some lady's fucking weave out, and then next thing you know, your fucking cops are getting shot. Like, but yeah, kids yeah. is a different story. Yeah. So I don't think I would, like, certain... You know, not that I'm pussy, but certain scenarios, like, I'm not, I'm not about that. No, I don't, I don't come from the school of thought where it's like, hey, you're supposed to just kamikaze yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're, you gotta be, you gotta make, you gotta make smart decisions. I'm the guy when there's, like, trouble, like, that's not affecting me or whatever, right here, like, I'll cross the street and just go about my fucking business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, when I lived in Pompano, there was a, uh, when I lived in Pompano, there was a domestic situation going down in the parking lot where there was I mean these chicks were big I remember there was like probably three or four dudes fucking swinging on like two or three big chicks dude and I don't know that I'd get involved in that. I did I didn't yeah I was walking my dog and they're just going to town on each other full out brawl these chicks outweighed the dudes but it was it was a fucked up situation everybody came out and was like standing on the balcony like watching it I'm walking my dog right past it and I I'm, I'm minding my own fucking business. And guess what happens right at the end of it? A fucking dude hangs out of the car right before it. They, they go, come on, let's go, let's go. They go run to get, get in the car. And this dude just fucking points at this chick. He says, you're fucking dead. I'm coming back here. I'm lighting uh, your ass up. And then he hops in and they fucking take off. And I'm just like, oh, great. I feel like here we go. that kids, guy is lying. I had to get the kids and fucking yeah, right, let's move. Let, let's go out for a little bit. Just in case this place that, gets that guy's fucking lying, fired up. Because if he was really about that, he wouldn't have said I'm coming back. He would have fucking that would have been over right there. That's why you know, like even in New York, like I see you see all these subway like uh, innocent women or whatever, just scumbags like committing crimes, beating up old men, just randomly walking by someone and just cold clocking them, you know, without the no warning, and it's like. <clears throat> there's a lot of subway videos where 
Well, someone's going to say that. But my point of that was like, if I was a cop, oh, I'm, I'm getting involved. Right? Yeah. Like, like if you're if you're a cop, it's almost your duty to get involved in that situation. But you, yes. But you know what's so fucked about it? I, like those two women, it was probably an inner thing. Oh, it was it was a, it was a it was a baby daddy, baby mom. Yeah. It was yeah. it was some beef. It was. It some is fucked up though. I feel like. Yes, cop wise, you have. Look at this fucking beetle. Damn, that's a fucking June bug, dude. I feel like as a cop, like, you have to get involved because you have to. That's your job. Yeah. But you don't want to. No. Like, I wouldn't want to. Like, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't think like I'm helping a woman in distress because that's probably brought on so fucking say. Like, I'm not even trying to be like a chauvinist is probably brought on by herself or him it was just an argument that or somewhere down the line she's with somebody that she shouldn't be with my point is and uh that happened because they know each other and there's there's more of the story right it's not like a, a, a lady just got off work and was walking down the street and dudes jumped her oh yeah, yeah. that's a different story like yeah. and that's what i was saying like about the subway like you'll see video of people just getting the shit beat out of them by two or three people and and everyone's just like this oh yeah on the fucking train you can't get involved and you know what's fucked up is you can't but at the end of the day I feel like yo humanity as a whole like put yourself on the situation of you're the guy on the floor just trying to make it home to your kids there's three people in the wrong fucking you up you don't know if they're gonna stop you don't know if they're gonna kill you you don't know what's gonna happen and you know that there's like 40 people jammed on the subway car that could stop it at any time and nobody helps you yeah it's fucked up it is it's like a catch-22 because you could get up to help and get stabbed or whatever well we live in uh we live in one of those societies today where it's like it's not a trusting society anymore I feel like maybe back in the day it was like yeah. There's no honor. There's no like yeah. Love thy neighbor. There was like this shit. thing where I, I saw this podcast list too. They said it. <clears throat> I think I might have said this before. There was like a Japanese baseball game where O'Shea Otani, um, fucking had a home run. It was like in the World Baseball. Classic. I think you told me. And they handed the ball around the stadium. The guy who caught the ball, he knew he was going to get it back. All the Japanese people just, just wanted, wanted to take pictures. It. Just want to touch it. He shared the love. And they hand it back to him. That's insane. It's a trusting society. That's that, cool, that wouldn't man. happen in America. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. In Dude, in New York, when uh, like any Yankee hits a home run or any baseball player hits a home run, there, there's guys, adults that are jumping on little kids to oh, get the ball. Mushing them. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking brutal. <coughs> and they're out there with baseball gloves on, like some fucking. Some, sometimes you'll see. I love you said Jamo. My boy Mike did see that. But like sometimes you'll see like a, a if it's a foul ball or something but like Jeter's home run when he broke the record or like a anybody that record breaking balls Aaron Judge's ball I get it you know you're, I'm not gonna pass that fucking thing around the stadium but I would like a lot of guys I, I want to know what you would do right all right so diehard Yankee fan I, I still love the Yankees, but I'm more of like a '90s Yankee, like where I like back in the day. But I still root for the Yankees. I'm in the stadium. I catch Aaron Judge's ball, right? His uh, whatever home run, right? It's in my pocket. I have it. Immediately they come and take you. Personnel takes you, and now it's uh, negotiation time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sign bat? Do you want to sign jersey? Do you want a picture with Aaron? We want the ball. 
Do you want his cleats? Do you want his fucking underwear, his jocks? What do you want, right? Now, a lot of these idiots are just such fans and caught up in the moment. They're like, oh my God, give me a jersey. Take a picture. They want to do right by Aaron Judge. Like, take a picture of Aaron Judge signing a jersey and giving it to me. Or I think there's been a guy that just straight up just gave the ball. Right. Right? Okay. Let's test the market. Now, let's test this fucking market. Think about this, right? Every month, the bill comes for your mortgage, right? The insurance, this, that, the other thing. You're operating on a level that Aaron Judge could never even fathom to operate on. Now, being such a Yankee fan and a Judge fan and everything else, you know what his salary is, right? So should any one person really make, you know, whatever, $60 million a year to play baseball? I don't think so, personally. But anyway, having said that, I would be the guy, and I, I swear on my fucking kids, what my whole fucking family, if I caught any of those balls that really meant something, on like a, a serious record, I would be the guy that they go, when they have me under the stadium and everything, they go, take that sign back and stick it up your sister's fucking con. I'll buy a thousand of yeah. those. Take and I don't want a picture with this retard. I see him on TV. I don't want a jersey. I could go buy it at Models. I don't want a bat. I don't want his fucking underwear. I don't want his jock strap. I don't want shit. I don't want to meet the team. I don't want to go in the locker room. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. He makes this year 50 million, or whatever it is, whatever it is. You know what I want? I want 10% of this year's salary for this Hall of Fame record-breaking <laughs> fucking ball. Okay? That's it. Now, How much you want? Now, now, go leave me here. March down to the dugout or wherever the fuck Aaron is and finish the game and ask him what it's worth to him. Because I'll tell you this much. Aaron Judge giving me $5 million is like me giving you a fucking dollar right now. Nothing. So if the ball is really that sentimental and he wants to fucking display, give me $5 million. Yeah, break me off. That's how I would start it out. <laughs> but I would easily be like, give me a million bucks. Yeah. That's it. And those guys giving somebody, you know they could all do that. Easily. Yeah. That's what I would do. I forget yeah. that retard that gave the ball back. Was called Oh, it's a Jeter. And, and I loved Derek Jeter. I'd have gay sex with Derek Jeter. And I wouldn't he's, give him the fucking he's ball. He's probably the same boat as you. He's probably just like, we're not worthy. I'm doing I'm doing it right by you, dude. And what does Derek Jeter do? For, no, no, no. Bro, as I, much I, as I love Derek Jeter. Not, have you been in the, in the locker, like in the clubhouse? No, no. I... When I was growing oh, wait, up, the Yankee Stadium? Just in general, like a professional sports. Well, no, I've been in, in, I told you, I've been in the, New York, in the New York Rangers locker room. Oh, that's right. I've, I've been in, in, in the Rangers locker room. I've had lunch with Lawrence Taylor, never in the locker room. Oh. But I've been in the Rangers locker room. And it's, like, I remember asking my dad to buy me a roll of hockey tape. It was like $4. My dad's like, I just bought you one. I went into the Rangers locker room and I was like, tape, white, black, this thick, this thick, cloth, friction tape, all different. Every fucking tape there was to tape a hockey stick. 50 rolls, Gatorade machines, tanning beds, weights, this, that. I mean, laces. You want black laces, white laces, black with white, black with blue, white with blue. They're like, anything they want, wax laces. It would, I'm like, it's, it's insane what crazy. these guys get. Yeah. But I remember as a kid, one of my boys, uh, older brothers, Pitch for the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. Oh, nice! And so we went down there. I didn't go was in the locker room. Gardner? No, it was uh, Sean Estes. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> 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 that 
name sucks. Um, so anyways, <laughs> we're, uh, we were, I remember I think, I might have told this story too, I was down on the, um, down outside the clubhouse, and bro, it just blew my mind, I'm like this kid, I mean, I was, I was a Dodgers fan anyways, but you see all these big time players come out, dude, and they dress fucking weird, dude. They're wearing chancletas. Wait, when was no this? Socks. What, what year was this? This was probably in the early 2000s. Think no, 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 late 90s. It was think late about 90s. how it is now. Oh, so yeah, we're going to dress some weird shit. These guys were all wearing, like, Tommy Bahama, fucking just looking like they're Tommy Bahama, and then they were wearing chancletas. What is that? It's like this sandal with no shoes. It's like a leather, like, really? luxury they look so fun. There was a dude, Bobby Estaleo. All the chicks fucking loved this guy. He was a catcher, and he was just like, he was ripped. He was probably juiced to the gills. And he came in a locker room looking like a complete, I mean, I'm a kid, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What are these guys, these guys go from looking like baseball players to looking like this? Anyways, uh, Barry Bonds comes out. And skinny, probably, skinny Barry Bonds? No. Or steroid juice. Barry Okay. And uh, <coughs> oh yeah, Bonds you said the out, Niners, right? Or uh, uh, the, the Giants. Giants. Yeah. And so Bonds comes out, and I'm standing right there. He comes out right in front of me. I'm just like, Yo, fuck yeah, I love Barry. Like I hate, I hate the Giants, but greatest hitter of all time. No, he's not. But yeah, gotta, he is. Gotta, gotta, Who's better than Barry Bonds? Griffey Jr. Better hitter? I think so. I love Griffey Jr. I, I mean, I'm not going to debate you on Griffey Jr. because he's my favorite too. I, my I, favorite I, Gary Sheffield. I Griffey, love Gary Sheffield. Bonds. And I like Man Ram. Who's that? Manny Ramirez. Oh. I like watching Manny just fucking. He's another steroid. Yo, oh, oh yeah. Yo, finish your point though, and then let's go back. Oh, to so the my bonds. point was that they, these players they're fucking douchebags. Yeah. And then Barry Bonds comes out, starts walking down the little fucking breezeway, whatever. Five Mexican kids. Yo, Barry, Barry, yo, let me get your autograph, Barry. And and he sees the kids, and he's just like, oh, fuck turns around and he's just like now i gotta go the other way and they're like yo barry please and there's only like five of them the only kids down there besides me but i'm not asking for autographs so i'm just sitting there like whatever i'm a i'm a dodgers fan and barry <clears> just <throat> chucks a deuce at him like have a good night like see you later like these guys don't give a fuck it's so fucked up because without your fan base you're nothing and the one thing i love about Derek jeter is like maybe he, he, even if he was a scumbag like when the cameras weren't on or whatever, you could look up Jeter's entire career. I think I said this on a cast. Never been in trouble with the law. No instances of him being a complete scumbag like that. Yo, you're getting paid all this money, and you're only getting it because, yes, you're good, right? But if you're good and nobody likes you, you're not drawing money to the owner of the team. So you're really, you're not really, you know, worth shit. Yeah. Like, you have to fill the seats because people love you. If you're making all this money, does it really... That's your job. Does it really kill you when you leave the locker room? I get it. If you lose a playoff game or whatever, you're pissed. Because you are competitive. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you leave that locker room, dude, you're walking from the locker room to your car or, or, or whatever. You can't fucking spend 15 minutes and sign some shit. Come on. You see Albert Pujols? He's awesome. He fucking signs shit. The man, whatever. You see Tua the other day? <coughs> Tua was in pouring rain somewhere. Just pouring rain. Signing autographs for people, getting soaked. Getting Wait, who, the Dolphins guy? Yeah, Dolphins. Well, he better sign shit because he's half dead. He's concussed. He's only got like a year left. Did probably. you see him, bro? No. 
they had him put on weight. They're like, yo, you got to get bigger. If you're going to play in the NFL, you're too small. Dude, that's so fucked up for them to say that if you're going to play in the NFL. He's, look, you remember Eric Lindros, the hockey player? Yeah. On the, the Philadelphia Flyers? Flyers? Mm-hmm. He was concussed. 88. 88. He was concussed so many times, and he was good. But he, after like two or three concussions, he was even like not himself. So what they're, and he was a little older, but like what they're doing to, to, to or whatever the fuck his name is, it's like, it's a crime. I don't think he should fucking play him. He, yo, Hell I, no. Did you see those fucking kids? And I love that shit when they're all fucking. But yo, he's a kid. How old is he? 22, I know. But dude, he's Hawaiian, bro. Fuck him. They're straight up fucking warriors. Fuck the Dolphins. They, fuck they, Dan he, he comes from like a warrior. Fuck Dan Marino. <laughs> fuck Dan Marino. Yo. Yo, Tua comes from like where like his parents, his dude, family wants him to still I don't play. Care so if he's going to still play. Caveman. I don't care where you come from. Dude. Medical is medical. You were. I don't care if your family wills you to play. You were on the 50-yard line, and an in-shape athlete, and you could not stand up and bring yourself to the sideline because you were all fucking... It's your brain. I don't care what your family wants. You can't function. Anyway, what I was going to say, back to Barry Bonds. Back to fucking Barry. If you look at If you look at pictures when he was he on, the, in the hall, on the Pirates, he could never be in the hall. Look at Pete Rose. He's been in the hall. Yo, look at him on the Pirates. Or Tease is in the hall. The only, Ooh, between Ortiz, the only difference between Ortiz and Bonds is that Ortiz is likable. Because he's a fat fuck and he's always been. I know, but he's likable. He smiles. I hate him anyway. But I, love, I love Big Poppy. But listen, Big Poppy, juiced. Got you caught juicing. So? He got caught juicing. Did he? Yeah. But he looked like shit for doing juice. If I'm doing juice, I want to look good. I know. But still, I'd rather be A Rod looking. He looks like when you juice and you don't necessarily hit the weights as much as you should. Like he did a couple shots and went to the all you can eat Dominican buffet. He's like, give me all the arroz and fucking beans or whatever. Arroz con pollo. (laughs) And fucking Manny was probably with him. But um, if you look at the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball card of Barry Bonds, I think it might have been, was was 88 too early? When was Bonds right here? That wasn't too early. It had the wood framing around it, and mm-hmm. he's holding the bat. Almost like a Griffey Jr. rookie card, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how skinny is his head? It's half the size of my head. His arms, he looked like olive oil from Popeye. He had the fucking, the, the cross thing hanging, and he was Barry Bonds. I don't know his stats from then, so I'm not going to speak about the he stats. He was fast as shit, too. Okay, He's great. just a 5 tool player. He was, you know why he was so fast? Because he wasn't he was on steroids. Wayne. Right. Sammy Sosa, same thing. Mark McGuire. Same thing. You guys are not fucking in the WWF. You're 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 supposed to be uh, agility. What was the word? Uh, agility. Blah blah. So you can't come on to the MLB looking like this on your rookie year. And what are you going to tell me? The Pittsburgh fucking Pirates have the greatest weight fucking regimen in all of Major League Baseball. That you go from your head being a sleek fucking head to looking like someone took their Halloween fucking jack o' lantern plopped it on top of Bonds' fucking head, and now he's playing for the, the, the Giants with a fucking dome like this. It's all HGH. Uh, McGuire. McGuire's forearms go from mine to this. Sosa. These guys looked like, like if you Google like effects of HGH, human growth, you'll see pictures of like Barry Bonds. Not, but I'm just saying, people that look like Barry Bonds. You see Conor McGregor recently? No. Conor McGregor recently? Because he was, he was on the juice for a little bit. He was like, what is he looking at? Skinny? No. His fucking head's bigger. He's just got a bigger but fucking he's got that He's got that Irish pumpkin head. Uh, he didn't used to look like this. If, if you've seen him recently, he's got the fucking roid face. 
My point about Bonds, real quick, and we'll go on to it. Griffey Jr., right? Awesome. Love Griffey. Awesome hitter. Speed. Great defensive player. Five tool player. And and could fucking at any time put your lights out. Also built right like field. a fucking thoroughbred, dude. Yeah, but but skinny. nobody else has those jeans though. If you what do you mean nobody else has those jeans? If you look up his uh, no, I'm saying he, he didn't need the juice. I, I'm saying he didn't need the juice, but he's like also blessed with like just the craziest fucking jeans. Okay, so would a fair statement be this? Out of the human population in this country, and not even because they come from all over, but just say, I don't know, just say 200 million people. Half of them are, are um, male, 100 million people. Now take that down to under 22 years old. I don't know what that would equate to, but now everybody plays baseball at that level, right? So for you to get into the major league system, not farm, whatever, but for you to actually get called up and play in the major leagues, Everybody has fucking genetics. Granted, there's players here, but just to even get to that level, you're better than everybody else that yeah. ever played fucking baseball. Yeah. I, I don't know how many teams are in the league and how many players a, they roster. I got a couple family. I got a family member, and I, I had a friend growing up that was. Uh, and you were good at baseball, right? And, and I played ball. Okay, but they how said much better were they than you? Um, they probably made you look like somebody that had no fucking eyes and one arm, like, and they stand out. No, I, I was actually really good. If I would have, if I would have fucking, if I would have had shit going my way, it would have been different. Are you saving? I think he's saving face for the podcast. But uh, but no, my my cousin that was a first round draft pick, he was a freak athlete. He looked like uh, he looked like an underwear model. Yeah, but that's what, in that's, high school. That's what I'm saying. And he was just fucking fast as shit, strong as shit. Clearly but, stood out from but, everybody else. But, right? And yep, and then him, and then I've got a friend that played in the uh, in the pirate system, and he, and I think both of them. I don't know what my cousin said, but uh, I, the, the pirates guy that I knew said that back in the day, it was just like everybody was getting shot up. My, my boy was a second base. Was Jews? Oh yeah, everybody. It was it was a known thing. It was yeah, but that was every sport before they started testing for uh, what do they call it? Zada or whatever. No, what's that that term that they call it? Testing for um, not HGH. What the fuck do they call it? Trombolin. No. What do they call it in baseball when you fail the drug test for the steroids? You just drop dirty. No. no juice? I don't know. I don't know. What do they call it? You didn't play baseball. You don't even know about fucking steroids. Dude, we got drug tested every fucking week because of not HGH. But anyway, so it was like it was a known thing that that's what they were doing. I remember when I was in high school, we played against this kid that was on like Team USA, and he played in Polk County in, uh, oh, in, in Central Florida. Sheriff, yeah, Sheriff yeah. Grady, yeah, he played over like in Winter Haven. So anyway, shoot him. This kid was like 16, and he was like a stick. Like he was a good ball player. He was, but he was a stick, dude. And I remember I played against him. I played on a scout team when I was, <clears throat> I think my senior year. I played on a scout team where it was a tournament. It was called Diamond Club or something like that. And that's where, like, the best players of, uh, I think, all of Florida play in a And you played on that team? Yeah. No, I was, I so was, now, yeah, so, I was a top prospect so in Florida. You're, you're proving my point, but go ahead. But anyways, uh, there, was, but yeah, there was a kid named Domingo Ayalas. I can't remember his name. Shocker. But he was A-Rod size, wood bat, dropping fucking bombs. Wood over bat? I thought, don't you guys bat. only have to use aluminum? 
No, different tournaments you play wood or, or aluminum. Um, especially when you're playing scout teams, you're playing with wood. And so, um, fucker. And so the, this kid Domingo, I'm standing in center field, and this guy's just over the fucking batter's eye, just dropping bombs. But guess what? In the games, he struck it every time. But anyways, so my point was, this kid from Polk County was a stick when he was like 16 years old. I played against him. When I played against him again at 17, 18. Roided out to the gills, and I remember I was playing first base. I was playing against them, and our coaches are our professional scouts. So my coach was the Rockies scout, and like the oh, Diamondbacks. That's, that's pretty cool. And so um, we were playing. Yeah, I can't remember. They were like the Reds, somebody else. So, anyways, this kid fucking hits a little dinker, beats it out to first base. And then the dude just goes into a roid rage on first base because he fucking really is a shitty hit. And he goes, he goes, starts ripping his gloves off. He's like, I can't wait for this fucking game to be over and hit the fucking weights. And I'm just like, bro, chill the fuck out. Who's he, Latimer from the program? <laughs> Yo, dude, he looked like that. And then uh, starting defense. You were, you and seen, and, and you the, scout, the, the scout was the right there. The scout didn't even fucking give a shit. Have you seen the program? I've heard of it. I don't know if I saw it. But uh, anyway, so this kid, this kid gets drafted, right? High as shit, makes it, uh, gets busted using uh, roids in the minors, and then PEDs, like, PEDs, yes, All right. performance, yes. And performance, and, yes. Um, and then guess what? Like I think within a couple of weeks after he get, or within a couple of months, once he serves a suspension, he gets called up to the to start in center field for the Braves. What year was this? This was probably in... So this was after Sosa and McGuire Yeah, this was after all that. Wow. But it was just one of those things where they don't give a shit, dude. Dude, okay, so... If I would have... If I would have fucking taken the fucking... If I would have taken Lloyd's, it's a, it's like a million dollar paycheck, dude. So, so, so this is my... my I was always honorable. I was always like, I'm not a baseball purist, but I'm not, I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to cheat. So listen, my thing on this is is this, right? And and I, I always say this, and like, I don't hold anything against the guys that got caught doing it, whatever. So, if you're a professional wrestler, right? That's your job. You want to be the best you could possibly be at your job. Anybody that turns wrestling on and thinks that like Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner has fucking twenty, come on, bro, <laughs> right? So like. Me and you can't be, uh, like, you know Mike the Miz? He was on Real World, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? On Real World, he was a twerp. He was a little yeah, fucking... He was a regular dude. Regular dude. Gets into wrestling, and he's enormous. You know, flat back. You know, he looks a wrestler. That's his job. So, one of his tools to his trade is steroids. Yeah. So, like, if I'm a professional baseball player, or a football player, or whatever, right? You want to be the best you can be. You should legalize it. You want to win. It's... It, it, you should make it to the point where you you put the waiver down. Be like, yo, I'm on the New York Giants. Uh, I, whatever position I'd be, I wouldn't be a running back. I don't know. Whatever. Let's yeah, just say running. Uh, that'd be great, but I'd probably get whatever. So, Greg, do you want to do this? I need you to sign this waiver, blah, blah, blah. And I would sign it. Yeah. Right? And I guarantee you, everybody would fucking sign it, except, like, the punter. But, like... Everybody didn't sign it. Yeah, I want to see the punter fucking... You want to be able to heal fast. You want to be big and strong. You want to have endurance. And you're getting paid to have that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? 
it should, should be legalized, like, man. Even for baseball, any any sport. Oh, hell yeah. If it's gonna help you, that like I do construction, I show up with a bag of tools, right? If I don't have those tools, I can't do that job. I won't get paid. So now I'm an athlete. If I don't take the tools that I need to be able to perform day in day out practice, to all these grueling schedules, I'll, I'll get dropped from the team. I have no money. So I'll give it to me. Like yeah. I I agree with that. Like but you know what? Everyone's like. Oh, oh, you know, uh, asterisk next to his fucking name for the home runs, this and that. Why? Because everybody else in the MLB was too pussy to take the shot? Shoot yourself. No, he competed against a hell of people that were taking those shots. But I'm saying, so yeah. when, he yeah, achieved, right. when he achieved certain goals or certain levels, they had to, they checked them because people were calling bullshit or whatever. Right. And like I said, go back. Pirates, Giants. It looks like two different guys. His head right. is twice the fucking size. Yeah. So... He should he should be able to have his agent be like, so what? You could have done it. You could have done it. You could have done it. You know what? You're a pussy. You're a pussy. You're a pussy. I did it, and I have the fucking record. You know who else Fuck did you. it? Clemens, dude. Yeah. It wasn't just one sided. It wasn't just hitters. I mean, pitchers were fucking. You know, I did I did I did steroids. Uh, What'd you do? Trombone? No, just test. Just re- I do, I've done trend before, but just just test. I was uh, <clears throat> 34 years old, and I was doing, not not to get like big or anything like that, I was just doing like one cc of testosterone once a week, right? And I swear to God. What was it for? If it wasn't to get big? No, because I, I didn't even go to the gym. I fucking, did you get fat? No. Oh. I fucking did it, and I was into jogging, and I was doing... Uh, <laughs> you were what? Into jogging, I used to go running every day. Oh and shit! And I, I fucking was. Um, I didn't picture you as one of them. What was that? You know, Insanity with Sean T. That that DVD workout that gay black mm-hmm. dude. Yep. So me and my buddy, we started getting into that, and it's a lot of jumping, knees, and all this. I'm like, oh, I'm tired, man. We got to do it every day. And then, I, I obviously, I always knew about steroids. So I was like, hung out in that scene, all the fucking guidos, whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get some tests. I was like, maybe my levels are low, whatever. And I would fucking take a shot in my ass once a week. And I, I, I never, I never really dieted hard, but I never went to the gym. Never lifted a fucking weight. It no. Was, nope. All. I mean, I've been to the gym, but not on steroids. Right. It was all calisthenics. I would do the jumping, you know, the running. Push-ups, yeah, all, all calisthenics, mm-hmm. all like uh, jailhouse workouts, you mm-hmm. know, with your body weight. Right. And I would run, I would fucking, I would do Insanity. It got to the point where the first couple times I did Insanity with my boy, after I was like, done, go right to bed. Then like two months into it, or a month, a month into it with the test, I would finish the Insanity program and I would be so amped up, I would just feel so good that we would go run three miles right after that. I could like come home. Yeah. I was so, it was, it, testosterone is, is like, it's just like a, it, it was awesome. Yeah. And I, I fucking leaned down, I was like, I had a six pack, I was fucking good. But, obviously, I stopped it. Like, when you, when you, when you got off of it, you had to take some stuff, right? You yeah. You, so, can't, you can't just cut, stop cold turkey. You gotta like take supplements to get off of it. Yeah, right? so I fucked it up and to this day, I have in my left tit right now, I have something probably the size of, like, like half a golf ball right here, like bitch tit <clears throat> that needs to be removed, but it's surgical and I, I can't go out of work. I can't fucking do it and insurance doesn't cover it, but I have because I came off the wrong way. 
So I was thinking actually about getting a doctor down here, doing my blood work at 42. I guarantee you our test levels are low. I, I feel like getting it back on and then coming off and hoping that whatever he gives me to come off would remove this. But I've had this for like 10 years. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people now, especially if you see a dude that's in his fucking mid 40s to Everybody. 50s yeah. and, and, and in good shape, they're fucking getting. Dude, 20 years ago, a lot of the, a lot of us used to take testosterone because it, it helped something with like the spread of HIV. So really? Used to see, yeah. So you used to see like a lot of a lot of gay guys in Florida, especially. Oh, yeah, always like ripped. Too. And they're, they're they're ripped, but their their stomach is out to here, like Scott Steiner. Their stomach's out to here, but there's an eight pack. What is that from? Is that from lifting heavy? I don't know. It's from like test belly. Oh shit! You get bloated. But you're still dieting and shredding. And you're still fucking yeah, shredding. But your stomach's out here, but you have an eight pack. You know, I never so. wanted that. I always wanted to be like thin. Yeah. But yeah, my buddy had the uh my buddy had the Barry Bonds shit and I was over at his house one time. What? HGH? The shit that you put on in your skin, the topical yeah, shit. Yeah, right here. I've done that. Well, no no no. He, it was like he had a he pulled his he pulled his shorts up and it was shaved right here. It was a strip. And he took some shit and he just grinded it down. He like took a uh, like a roller, a deodorant roller, and just put the powder on, put the roller on his arm, and he just sat there. I don't. And, and, that. and that's how he did a cycle. What is that though? I don't know the name of it, but that, but that, that's what uh, supposedly I think Ray Bonds was doing. I'm gonna go get two more drinks. Google that. There you go. I don't, I, I don't know what the hell that could possibly be. That shit was crazy. You're doing. HGH by absorption. Yeah, yeah. You just sit there and you just freaking rub the powder in through the skin, and it absorbs it. And you and like, bro, well, my boy was fucking. If you drop Hulk see. status, if dude. you drop the, well, I'm sure he knows. And, and Barry Bonds, <coughs> I think, I think Barry Bonds got busted with the same steroid. He had one where it wasn't <coughs> like where he wasn't gonna have fucking like little spots on his fucking. Ass right, that's what I'm gonna say. So like, like it would be like a junkie shooting, shooting dope in between their toes uh -huh. rather than their arm. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like if you're gonna drop like you or I, if you're gonna fucking drop a thousand dollars on a HGH kit, and someone's like, yeah, just rub under your leg and be like, bro, like I'm not a drug addict, but like where's the needles? Like I know what needs to be done. Do you ever see the movie Crocodile Dundee? Yeah. Okay. You know when he goes to New York and uh, he's at the or I don't know if they're having a house party or he's at the bar. And there's a guy doing blow, and he's like, and he can't breathe, he's all stuffed up. And Mick Dundee's like, hey, mate, a little stuffed up, huh? And the look at him, like, and it's on a little mirror, it's from the 80s, it's on a little mirror or whatever. Yeah. He's like, you're doing it wrong. And he takes the bowl and adds the uh, hot water from the tea kettle. And it's the, you see the steam coming up, and he takes his whole mirror of blow and dumps it in there. And he's like, yeah, just put your face over there, mate, get, get the steam in there clear you right up <laughs> and so the guy's like what the fuck so he like Trying i don't know a couple hundred dollars with the coat and he puts it and he puts a towel over his head and the guy's like breathing he looks at him he's like how do you see no no stay, no, stay over the thing that's how i would feel if something if i got steroids and the guys like no no just just rub it around you'd be like what the fuck i'm not i'm not doubting your your boy i'm just saying that's i've never heard of that and it's, it sounds a little fucking weird but <laughs> yeah he had some wild shit, bro. Yo, we've been getting requests for fucking farts, dude, so I'm glad you got that. Dude, that one, I hope that one counted. If they all it, count, wait, baby. Have I, have I ever told the burp thing? No, we kind of alluded to the fact that... <clears throat> yeah, so, like, I, I cannot burp at all. 42 years old, I don't burp. I'm sure I burp, like, 
when my mom used to slap me on the back. And like once You every, might not have even burped then, dude. Uh, you know what, what my you mom... You can ask her tomorrow. You know what they used to do to me all the time? I was a big uh, leg pumper. Lay me on the back. <laughs> you ever do that to one of your kids? Yeah. Pump the legs. The second they start going, you're like... <laughs> I've never done. I've never done like the alternating. It was yeah. always just like oh, no. both it legs was, at once. This is how I. This is yeah. how my mom used to do it. And I, so you just like tooting out a fucking. It was so bad that I know that I wasn't like only an infant because I know I got my legs pumped to the point like I remember. I don't remember exactly, where, but I remember that's how they did it. But yeah, like I cannot burp at all. So like once it happened two two days ago. Oddly, I was walking into the bathroom and I was like, I was having heartburn or something. And I was like. Can you hear that? Little, you guys can't hear it, but it was like, I was like, oh shit, I burped. And that slight little noise gives me relief. So I'm like, fuck, I wish I could just burp. That's why I don't drink beer. My stomach gets out of the ear filled with gas, and the only way out is my ass. Dude, that's, that's so crazy. Yo, I swear to God, if you were to take a gun to my whole family's head and be like, yo, all you gotta do is burp, and I'll just leave, I wouldn't be able to. I cannot burp. So those kids growing up, they used to just swallow air and just go. Nope. I've tried that. Yo, dude, I can I can pound a fucking liter of club soda. I can pound a liter of air. Nothing. It just sits in there, and I the only way out is my ass. So like, <laughs> if I if I start if I'm drinking something that's gassy and airy, I just fill up on my stomach, and like I'll be uncomfortable for a while, and all of a sudden I'll be sitting here and I'll rip like like a seven second fart where I'll just be like <laughs> and Brittany will look at me like oh my god I'm like yo where do you want it to go? Yo, I'm a savage what do you want? I wish, I wish I could fucking burp but oh yeah they, there was uh, there was some claims on that last one that, that we made that they were fake it's just like nah, those aren't the fake farts? yeah it's like no nah, those aren't fake those are fucking money anybody that likes the farting while we were casting let it be known that you're looking at two disgusting individuals, especially me. And like I said, cannot burp. And any fart that you hear has zero fabrication to it. It's a complete, real, genuine. <laughs> it keeps it real. Fart, and it's gross. And if you had smell a vision on this motherfucker, you might unfollow. Dude, they'd be sick because they are rancid. Is there such thing as smell a vision? It can't be. If you ever well. Uh, scratch and sniff. There was uh, there was a ride at Disney World where it's like you fly over the orange groves. I can't remember what it was called, but you smell like orange zest and shit. That's them like pumping it. Yeah, in they're out. like pumping. That's it. cool. It'll be the future. Everything is the future. Like fucking the whole AI virtual reality, all that shit. I told you, there's movies that are out in like the eighties. Like Melanie Griffin, I used to love her like back in the day. She was, I think she might still be married to Antonio Banderas. Banderas. But she was in this movie called Cherry 3000. And it was like a, it was like a regular life, regular people. And they would, they had these little chips. They looked like mini CDs. They were like this big. And they would like put it behind their ear. And it would, it would they would send them off to like virtual reality. Without the glasses, they would just kind of lay back and... And it was, that was one aspect of it. So they would have these dreams of this complete fucking nonsense, like fake world. But then to take it a step further, Cherry 3000, which was Melanie Griffin, was also this guy's AI dream of like dream girl. 
that he was actually like intimate with fucking and the whole night like had her in the house like it was like this perfect idea of what a wife woman should be have sex with her and everything now here comes the uh like fuck dolls yeah you can buy obviously not a blow up but you can buy like a real feeling uh fake girl fake pussy fake ass and do all things to there i've never done it but apparently it feels like a real pussy real ass real mouth whatever so that just goes to show you in the 80s whoever wrote that movie wrote it fast forward and now it's all present day yeah so they were even thinking you know what i'm saying it's, yeah it's very fucking weird yeah the jetsons yeah. you remember the jetsons yep and the, dude, the simpsons are known for do you believe all that predicting shit you, they, there was just I one. They just predicted uh, the, the submarine. Yeah, thing. come on. They didn't. They didn't predict it like that. I think they just do <clears> a lot <throat> of crazy, vague shit, and then people are and what? Yeah, like, they, get, they, they get lucky, right? You know, it's like conspiracy theorists that could be like, oh, yeah, the, the, it's almost like a psychic. The tiniest little thing. Like if you go to a psychic and be like, oh, not that I feel like you're missing your father. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could yeah. be anything. He could be dead. You could live in another state. You could not have talked to him for fucking months. So any little thing, you, you're certain you want them to be right. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I, there's no way The Simpsons can predict it fucking submarine. No, it's it's a panel of comedic writers just coming up with shit. Remember what's his name from uh, the Late Show? Uh, Conan O'Brien used to be a writer on The Simpsons. Really? Who's yep. the guy that was the voice of, of Bart with the glasses? I think it was Bart. Or no, Bart was a girl. Bart's a girl voice. Yeah, Bart's voiced by a girl. Uh, kind of like Tommy Pickles from uh, The Rugrats, I think, was also voiced by a girl. Who's that famous uh, guy that recently spoke out and said that he wishes he's been in a ton of shit? He wishes he could take back all his affiliation with The Simpsons. Was he the white guy that was voicing the like Arab and the black dudes and yes. shit? What was his name? I can't remember. He was in a. He was on one. Of the, he was on a pretty popular show recently. I can't remember his name. But Hank Azaria, something like that. Him. Him. Yep. 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 Some bullshit. So you'd have to say to them about about the same thing. Okay, Hank, you made all your fucking money because that's how you got your start. Do you feel so fucking bad that you'd be willing? give it all back it's acting bro. right now would you give all your money back or are you just jumping on the bandwagon and saying i feel bad Bridget ryan Bridget. reynolds from Connecticut, uh from uh canada with uh blake lively he had a wedding at a southern uh old plantation yeah a uh what an old antebellum mm-hmm. style whatever something and they did i'm sorry and they did all the pictures it was the greatest day of his whole life some asswipe that offended said something, right, right. and he was like, oh my god, we had no idea. Uh, if I could, I would take all that. No, you wouldn't. You had a great <laughs> fucking day. Yeah, dude. You're, You're just like, jumping on the bandwagon. Did you see the video? I think I might have sent it to you. So, him and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Mac from uh, fucking It's Always Sunny, they bought, a, uh, they bought an English soccer team. Like English soccer club. I saw something where he was at at the game, one of the games, and he had the rainbow well, fucking watch a, on or something. They made a, uh, I think they made a, a series, like like a docu series about this team and them owning the team. But anyways, the, the team they won some sort of championship recently. I'm not sure what league they play in. I don't think it's Premier League. It's, it's definitely not Premier League. But but they're 
you know, it's a professional soccer team. Anyways, they brought, it's called Wrexham. Wrexham came to America and scrimmaged the uh, women's soccer team. Remember how the women's soccer team? Were they men? Wrexham is men? Wrexham's men. Okay. The, the best. What they beat them by? Team, team USA, what do you think? A zillion. So here, here's how it starts Unless off. he's so gay, the Ryan Reynolds, that he told them all to forfeit it and make the women listen, win. Listen, this is some money. The video starts off with the, uh, just kind of, uh, I can't remember the purple-haired girl. Oh, yeah, uh, I know that. But, fucking, but, yeah. but, but she's talking about how they like, took her shirt off, and she's a big feminist, but she had her fucking flat tits out with the mm-hmm. purple hair, the USA soccer player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, anyways, so it talks about how they want to get paid the same, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to their scrimmage, right before the scrimmage, they're doing some promo thing, and uh, one of the girls, I think maybe one of the captains from the U.S. women's soccer team. So basically the best women in the country. Um, is sitting there with like the captain for Wrexham, and they look at him. Where's Ryan Reynolds? Why didn't he come to the game today? They said that the women. The women. She's like, just for that, you're gonna watch them get beat. We're gonna beat them. And the game starts. Goal, 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 dude. They beat them twelve nothing. <laughs> I'm not of of just an average. I mean, granted, a championship caliber team from some league, definitely not the top leagues. We fucking whooped on the best women. 12 nothing. I've never seen a 12 nothing soccer game. If you think about it, right, like I'm I'm not, a, and I know you're not either, like I'm not a chauvinist, right? I respect women, like I love my wife, it, you know, like and she holds shit down and I'm always praising. I know you do the same thing with your wife, like, because we're, we're just regular dudes, right? But I'm not a, I'm, I'm, I'm not a feminist though. I'm not a male feminist. No, I'm not, no, neither. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is, is like, even if we're not like, I feel like, like Ronda Rousey, right? She's she's a badass bitch. Yeah. I honestly feel like it's gonna sound so <laughs> But like she You could take her? She probably if she got me in like holds or whatever, she'd fuck me up. Oh yeah, she got you on the ground. If she just stood there and I and I landed a clean shot right on the tip of her fucking chin, I would knock that bitch out. Of course. So whatever you wanna say, the bottom line is men are Physically, not mentally, I'm not taking that away from you. Maybe women are, are men are physically stronger than women. There's, when it there's comes a to lot fight. of women whose brains work way the fuck faster than mine. My, my wife, uh, your wife, my wife, right? And I, yo, I'll say that all day long. Oh yeah, my wife's smarter than me. She could, she could think better than me. Like all, like she's just smarter, book smart, mm-hmm. whatever. She's not a fucking street smarter than me, but whatever. But I'm saying like, no, please. Push comes to shove. Thanks, buddy. Push comes to shove. <laughs> Like, I'd go inside and beat the fuck out of my wife right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, and there's nothing she could do to stop it. Yeah. Nothing. She put up, you have probably put up a good fight. Stop it. If you really want to. You're going to try to smoke her, but I'm Your saying, like, it's not way. as easy as <clears throat> Your wife is the same way. She's, oh, a, tough, yeah, she's a tough bitch. Uh, she, if you decided I, right I, now. I helped her with her fighting skills, too. <clears throat> listen, if you decided right now. Fuck this. Just go and home and into her. She's like, you know what? My I'm, day was rough. You know how we're ending this chill cast? I'm going home to beat the balls off my wife. <laughs> my day was rough. There's my nothing. My dinner was fucking cold. There's nothing she could do to stop it. Right. Even if you took a kick to the nuts, you're still going to, like, you could still beat up any girl. And and, and for, that's just fighting. Now, like they said, uh, who the fuck said it recently about LeBron? Something they were like, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to buy a woman's basketball team. I'm going to pay LeBron twice. This is all. To be Juana Man? Fake. Yeah, exactly. Up like I'm going to pay LeBron double what he makes in the NBA, come over to my team, be a and play on the girls' team as a girl. But Tran- a trans woman. Right. What do you think any Brittany Garner, any girl, Diana Tavolacci from Circus, what do you think, Tarasi, what do you think any, you could you get all the women in the whole fucking world, put five of them together and put four guys like us with LeBron against them, the score could be 300 to 50. <laughs> right? Just freaking score that there's, there's no way. It's so insane. It's so insane. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's the complete polar opposite so you have that idiot I, I swimmer. definitely believe in bigging up their strengths right it's just like what, yo, women yeah women it's like yo you're fucking great nurturers like there's so many things that you are great at but let's not let's they're not also get twisted no but they're also you're not going to compete business athletically no. against it, it, when we when i say this and i know you agree i'm only talking about physical i'm not talking you there's right. women ceos that are way badass my oh, yeah, cousin sure. my cousin very smart very very smart she's She's also like a huge liberal, huge feminist, you know, hugely complete opposite thinking of me. But at the end of the day, she's my cousin and I love her. But the one thing I will say about her is when she got out of college, she moved to Manhattan, took her degree, got herself a job at a very low level, and she fucking, I mean, she rode like a fucking jet right to the top. She managed, um, I don't want to say the things for the, the cast, but... She managed these big magazine companies. Not managed, but she was high up on these big, big fucking companies. I mean, huge. Like, mm-hmm. you would know the names if I said yeah. it. And she's a tough fucking bitch. She don't take no shit. She cannot be fooled. She cannot be out-talked. She's fucking witty and smart as fuck. Now, infinitely smarter than me or anybody I know. Push comes to shove. I'll, I'll beat the shit out of her. Yeah. And so would any guy. You'll, you'll, you'll impose your will. Right. But what I'm trying to say is... Like, stay in your lane. Like, I respect you, not as a woman, just, just as a, a badass boss that knows how to do shit. So don't add the woman thing and think that it's more. Yeah. That's like when you fill out an application and say, I'm, I'm Latino. Why? Just say you're a guy or a girl and just do the job. You know what I'm saying? That's how I think. But yeah, I give her all the credit. But for women to think, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that shit. Yeah. Dude, my... Uh boy who was like talking about it years ago <clears throat> and now I see it on certain podcasts but they talk about kind of like the dating um, scene now which me and you I don't know I don't know what your experience is <clears throat> but I met uh, my wife probably 12 years ago <clears throat> and so I was I was never I never How had did a you dating meet her? app I met her I was working uh, behind a bar Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I met. She my, was uh, she was a uh, patron. She she was a. What she was at a bar drinking? Oh my god! On her birthday, I met her on her birthday. Shocker. She was getting fucking shitty. Did you give her water? Um, You're like, yo, bitch, you had enough. I'm gonna be your husband one day. I'm gonna tell you that you've had enough. So let's just. Bro, start I her keg off caked, and I and I went to the did keg cooler. In the face? No, listen, I had to go deep in the keg cooler to like change this keg. Don't even tell me you turned around and she was standing there. I felt a hand rub down my back. And I turn around, Did you and it's a smoking, it's a smoking hot chick, right? And she's shit-faced. But she ran her hand down my back, and then she 
did like a little like cutesy like and then she kept walking into the bathroom and i was just like Do you know that did no, you follow what her into the, the bathroom fuck? no that's what she wanted i know that was the that was the uh, that was the yeah that was the young i just put my fuck? finger in your butt from behind and now i'm going to the bathroom like you better follow me so anyways i played it cool and then a uh, probably a week later i see her coming again and this time she's sober she's not fucked up. She was annoying when she was drunk. I wasn't feeling her. But she, like, you know, did that shit to me. I was just like, oh, she, she might be into it. She's hot as shit. So uh, she came in a week later, and I started to go outside for a cigarette. So I fucking went out, and I, I smoked a cigarette. I, I pulled up a chair right next to her, started smoking a cigarette, started talking to her. Some of my coworkers came in from the parking lot, fucking zooting. I was just like, holy fuck, y'all look stony baloney right now. And she... She started laughing about Stony Baloney. She had her eyes on you. She started like, and then I went in and I bought her a drink, and then she was just like, "Hey, uh, you should come out tonight. We're going to this place." And I was just like, "Ah, eh, I'm probably not gonna make it out." And she was just like, "All right, well, do you still want my number?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it." And then I fucking hit her up, and I was just like, "Hey, um, you know, I'm just chilling tonight." She's like, oh, uh, you want to come over here? I was like, man, you want to come over here? She's like, all right. Where, your house? The hood. And so she fucking came came through, and we watched a movie, and then, like, the rest of the century, and then we just basically lived with each other. Say it, say it the honest to God truth, because I'm going to tell my story after. Did you hook up the very first night? No. I don't believe it. I mean, we, like, we like, like, made Yeah, out. like, make out. But I was trying to. No, no, like, hardcore uh, ejaculations going on. Nope, I tried, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't let it happen, and, and, and that made me like. Now this, him. Gonna, now this is gonna be embarrassing. Well, great. He married. He married a good, uh, uh, <laughs> a nice, a nice girl. I turned a hooker into a housewife, but so I met her. I knew I was friends with her brother, knew her, but before, I'm sorry. Before that, one day I walked into this old deli that I used to go to back in the day for a bacon egg and cheese. And it was like some shitbag fat guy that owned it. And I walk in one day, and I'm like, I like lock eyes with her. I'm like, oh my god, like short Italian girl. I'm like, it's like my whole fucking. I'm like, oh, I fucking Steve. Yeah, I'm right like, there. oh, I love this girl. This girl's beautiful. <laughs> so like, the coffee machines were behind. So this is the register. The coffee machines are here. So I'm like, oh, I just take a small coffee, light and sweet. She's like, all right. So she had to turn around to make the coffee. So she makes it puts on the counter and I she had like stretchies on so I see her fat ass and I'm like she got anything else I'm like I'll take another coffee I'm like I you know my buddy wants one so as a matter of fact I need another one dude so like a couple of years go by like I brought my boy there I'm like <clears throat> I had a girlfriend at the time I brought my buddy there I'm like you got to see this fucking check dude so my buddy goes there starts hitting on her Exchange numbers, they never communicated, whatever. So then I start working in the city, her brother's working, her friends, and then find out to the sister. I'm like, oh my God. I remember. Yeah, what are the chances of that, right? Crazy. So I remember telling my dad. Oh, so you so you met her before you even knew the brother? But we, I didn't know her name. I, I know. Just, I, I know, just, but you, right. you, you had taken a mental note of her. Yes, yes. And I might have snapped one or two off to her. But anyway, so, <laughs> so, um, we start working, and he's like, oh, my family owns this deli. I'm like, really? I'm like, Who's, I was like is that your sister? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. So 
I don't know what happened. One night we're out, I just broke up my girlfriend, we start talking at the bar, and like, uh, a friend of mine really had like a crush on her, but she wanted nothing to do with him, whatever. So, um, like, I'm at the bar, and like, everybody's there, her brother, my boys, everybody I work with. So, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to even see anything, because my buddy would've got pissed, because he liked her, whatever. Right. So like, we're holding down a section of the bar, the place is packed, and you know when you get the bar, you can't give it up. So I'm like, yo, stand here. I'm like, I gotta go pee. I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm like, pull down this section. She's like, I'm coming with you. I'm like, you're not coming with me. Your brother's here. Everybody's here. Like, hold this section out. She's coming with you to the bathroom? Yeah. I was like, I gotta piss. I'll be right back. <laughs> She's like, I'm fucking coming with you. And my parents, I was living at my parents' house. So I broke up my girl. She stayed in the apartment. Whatever. She's like, I'm coming with you. I'm like, I'm like, listen, this is a bad idea. I'm like, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna oh, like, say no. I'm gonna go first. Yeah. Right? Or no, I was like, you go first. So she goes first. I wait like 10 seconds. And when you go down the stairs, there was a hallway here, men, uh, girls' room, men's room. So I go down the stairs and she's standing right there. As soon as I get closer, she fucking grabs me, starts making out me. So now I'm nervous somebody's gonna see that we both did and come down. Yeah. So I kiss her for like five seconds. Like, it's out. forbidden love what you got going on yeah. right now. So I stop and I'm like, I'm like, yo, listen, we can't do this right here. I'm like, but I'll tell you this. I said, if you want to come back to I'll my house. I'll break you off. If you want to come back to my house, <laughs> fuck right now, we can do that. She looks me dead in the eye. She's like, let's go. And I'm like, oh my God. So whatever, that's how it happened. And, whatever. And that's history, bro. No, but then she, so I was still trying to, I fucked her and I was like, ah, mission accomplished, whatever. And then I didn't want it to be weird because her brother, my boy, so kind of like stopped talking I was still trying to get back to my ex-girlfriend but I was just like oh cool you know got it yeah and then she started dating somebody and then we started hanging out and her brother would call me to come meet him for like dinner or whatever and she'd be there with her boyfriend like he, the brother would do that to kind no, of be like you know they fucking like, way fuck dude. With me, you know and then she'd be with her boyfriend the boyfriend would turn this way and she'd be like this like, like playing with your dick yeah, on the I'm table like, so like fucking uh uh, Whitey yeah. Crashers? Yeah, she's exactly. Like, and you're just like, it feels so good when you joke. <laughs> so, like, that went on, and then me and her started hooking up again, and then she was cheating on her boyfriend, and she broke up with her boyfriend, and then, you know, the rest is, is history. Dude, but, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I never, I, I don't think I ever got that, uh, that origin story from you. But yeah, my, my buddy, he's like, he's talking to me about just kind of like the dating ecosystem. I'm listening to you. I just have to piss. I'm going to be right here. And yeah, I, wanna, and, I couldn't even imagine trying to And he said that, um, I mean, this was years ago when he was telling me, but he said, bro, he's like, it's, it's fucked up. He said, there's a certain group of guys that are like in shape, successful, um, right. and they're, they're knocking everything down. Of course. So they're, they're not like, if, if you're rating people on a scale of like one to 10, it's like, these guys would be considered tens for guys that are like alpha males. Right. They're fucking dipping down to the bottom and knocking off twos, threes, fours when they're desperate. Just killing it. Just killing it. And like multiple, multiple a day, multiple a week. And so basically what's happening is if you're like a fucking three or a four guy, you're done. Your three or four chick has already hooked up with one of these fucking tens yeah. and isn't trying to go back. And so, um, yeah, he said he said it's fucking. That's also like he false, said false hope. That's oh, also yeah. like false hope to the fatties because it's like it used to be back in the day like oh the fat girls suck a dick, but now it's like fat girls get bombed down. Yeah. Like, 
That now the fat girls are like, this guy just fuck. You know what's so fucked up is like, yes, if you're like a good looking dude, but money has like taken over everything. So like 20, 20 years ago, like when I was in a dating pool or whatever, it was just about like physical chemistry. Like, did you think the girl was hot? Does she think I'm good looking? Like, do we have something to talk about? It wasn't like, oh yeah, uh, I mean, it kind of was sometimes, but like, it wasn't like, well, I have a OnlyFans and make $500,000 a year, or I have yeah. a podcast and make this. So now it's everything is just money driven. Yeah, know? it's like, and it was also like, yo, if, if you're talking to a girl in Terrytown, you're competing with. Wait, like, how do you know? How do you, oh, gosh. So if, you, if you're talking to a girl in Terrytown, you're competing with like those dudes in that area. You're not competing with fucking NFL players that are hitting her up. You're not competing with fucking CEOs that are hitting her up. Like now it's just like these. If you got like a, if you got like a smoking hot chick that's fucking out there on like social media kind of, it's like bro, they're getting flown out to fucking Dubai and just getting crapped on. When I met Nicole, she was my second like relationship of more than like two weeks. Really? Yeah. I always I had like the two week curse. Oh, so I always had like I was like good luck Chuck. Like yeah, uh, a chick, yeah, yeah. a chick would like date me for like a couple weeks and then something crazy would happen. Where they would move, or, right. or whatever happens, happens, life right. happens, um, or we just weren't feeling each other anymore. I break it off, or like, dude, there were some times where I'm like, I'm picky as shit. I'll see a girl's feet for the first time and be like, yo, we're oh my done. God, I have a great story. I'll be like, yo, we're fucking done. Like, Wait, why though? What turns off the feet? Uh, so I'm not like, like I don't have a foot fetish, right? Where I don't, I, I don't get off to to feet like that, but they have to be just, they have to be. Like if they're too long and too weird, just I can't wait to tell my story. Uh, like not to like shit on you, but by any stretch of the imagination, because I I told the same thing. It's like you can write a girl off about her toe, but like who the fuck do you think you are, Brad Pitt? Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's you like know? it's like yo, <clears throat> they can write me off for fucking everything. Being right. a poor kid, me too. I always got written off for smoking cigarettes, being a fucking dirty right. poor kid, being a ghetto white kid. It's like how do we how do we Pass the judgment that we do on these girls, but like, who do we think we are? Because we can. Yeah, but why? We we, why though? Because in us, we know what we want. Right. To an extent. But you know what I'm saying? It's like. But I think the craziest thing was, I didn't even know what I like because when I was younger, I was like, you know, before sex, you don't really know what you like. Before sex, you've got you've got an impression in your mind of what you I want. I feel like even after sex, you don't know what you like, especially like early sex. Like. Maybe early sex, but I feel like, like when I was younger, I was really attract attracted to, like legs, like I thought fucking like toned nice legs were fucking hot as shit, and like tits and like certain things grab you. Toned nice legs well, are like, nice. Well, it was like, well, I was like tits, but are you a vagina eater? Yeah, but but when it came to like the legs and stuff, I always I built it up way more than. When you actually have say, the legs don't even fucking come into play. Just throw them all around. Yeah, you don't even fucking look at legs. So I'll tell you this: back to the the foot thing, and then we'll go back to the other thing. And then oh yeah, like like feet. I like I like feet to the extent that it, I think it's kind of like a primal thing, where it's like when a chick has like nice feet and Does she it, has them out. Do they have to have nail polish or no? No. For twenty years ago, my first job ever was at the restaurant, so I was a waiter. And uh, I think a busboy for like a week and waited, whatever. And there was girls, old girls in there. 
and there was uh, this one little short Italian girl, like looked kind of like my wife, but little fair skin. I thought she was blue. Like dope, cute, like looked like someone you'd want to fucking marry. Just my speed, whatever. So she had a boyfriend. I was there for like a year. One night, me, her, and this other Irish girl go out to uh, Riverfront, we're having drinks, whatever. So I had no ride home. This was obviously for Uber. All the taxes were three, 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 mm-hmm. or seven, so mm-hmm. So she goes home. She was married with kids. And I'm like, yo, can you give me a ride home? So she drives me home. I had my own condo at the time. So I'm like, she pulls in. She's like, where are you? I'm like, over here. She's like, all right, see you later. I said, you really think you're leaving? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're coming upstairs. So she comes up. And this was after months of all my little comments at work and all this shit. And me just having her on like cloud nine. On a pedestal. Right? So we're in my bed. You put the pussy on a pedestal. I did. So like we're in my bed, we're like making out, her tits are out, nice tits, real fucking nice, sucking them, rubbing her stomach, start fingering her. And as I'm fingering her, I I look down and I, I see her feet, you know, her feet are, you know, up on the bed, whatever, you know. And I'm like the and I just fuck? The second toe, at the time, I'm over it now because my ex girlfriend, but the second toe was like this much longer than the big toe. I was done. Immediately, I stuffed in her, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking tired. I'm like, she's like, what? What? And I'm like, ah, nah, it's not. It's like, I gotta, I, I'm gonna go to sleep. I gotta get up early tomorrow, and I shut it down. That's crazy. Because of that toe. I've never, I've never heard, you know, I've never heard somebody. Especially if everything else was on point. Everything else was on point. Wow. And that goes back to my statement to you. Like, who do you think are Brad Pitt? Who did I think I was? Well, well, it's it's you. Certain things look fucking weird. That second toe. I, it was it was like this much longer, and I was like, nope. It was so minute. And in the meantime, I'm at the time overweight. Fucking, like I said, who did I think I was? But I. I stopped Dude, right you're a man. You, you've got a fucking preference. It was a toe. Oh, what do you like? My, my no ex-girlfriend had the same toe thing. I'm like, oh, God, fucking second toe was longer than your big toe. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. But I obviously I got over it. Yeah. I yeah. just like the toes to be like this. Big to little. Yeah. I probably broke up with like maybe three or four girls on my feet. And I remember one time we used to smoke at this, uh, we used to smoke at this pool. And a lot of my stories come from like pools growing up, right? It's like in Florida, that's just like, that's where you chill, right? That's where you smoke your hair, that's where you're trying to meet chicks. I told someone today I had an above ground pool at work today. Like, white trash? You think it's still in New York? He's like, you're the only guy in Florida that's an above ground pool. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not true. I felt kind of, I'm like, there's a dude with an above ground pool over by my mom. Me too. My pool is $400. I don't have 40 G's to lay out. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Same shit done. Anyways. <clears throat> Me and my boys were out there, we're fucking smoking, and one day, these weird older dudes come over, they're like, probably in their 40s, we're fucking How 18, old are you? Probably 18, okay. 19. And they're just like, they, they smell the air, and they're just like, I wasn't there for the initial day, but they invite us over, like, hey, bro, we're, we're fucking throw a kegger. You want to, like, invite your friends over, we'll fucking party. And it's weird. It is weird. And my boy's just like, yo... We're going over to these fucking old dudes' house. They're getting there. They got a keg for us. And I was just like, they fucking what? Some old dudes got, like, a, got, a, got a keg yeah. for us? Like, yo, they're fucking creeps, bro. You gotta fucking watch out. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we go over there. We start doing keg stands and we're fucking chilling. And we're all on the porch. And then my boy's mom 
walks up and is just like, you're supplying alcohol to underage kids and blah, blah, blah. It turns gay? out, mm-hmm. no. It turns out my boy, they were just like some, they were just losers. They weren't gay at all. I don't just trying to hold on to when they were 20. Yeah, they were just trying to be cool. <coughs> they were just trying to like relive that kegger shit. Right. And so my boy supposedly had made plans with his mom and his brother, and he blew them off for this fucking party. So they showed up. So the mom shows up. And, and the guy that owns the place is just like, listen, baby. So, my boy's little brother rolls up. I, I play baseball. I knew him before I knew my boy. I play baseball with him. He rolls up. He says, which one of you motherfuckers call my mom baby? And he goes, eh, eh, eh. boom, headbutt. Breaks his nose. The headbutt is classic. Just fucking reason. His boy is standing there just like, oh, shit. Tries to start running away. <laughs> my boy fucking sprints across the patio. Douche! Headbutts him into a sliding glass door. Another fucking 40 year old dude rolls up. Boom! Headbutts him. And we're all just like, yo, don't do it. Don't fucking kill him because he could kill him. The dude's a fucking savage. There's like six of us holding on to him and we're pulling him outside. We're like, yo, it's not worth it. Don't fucking kill him. Don't fucking kill him. You could probably feel him like fighting. Bro, he's a bull. He's a fucking bull. And we we get him to the car. It's like wrestling a wild man. Yeah, we get him to the car. And we're like shoving him in the driver's seat, and he's finally like calming down the point. And then one of the fucking guys had to fucking mouth off like they were tough once he was leaving. And they're like, yeah, get in your fucking car. And the whole fucking car door flies open. All of us just fucking flying off. We're like, ah, no, don't do it, don't do it. And he just goes up and just, just fucking murks the dude, bro. Like, it was just, it, it was unbelievable, but yeah. <laughs> it was just like one of the things where it's like, yeah, but it was you brothers. You're gonna, you're gonna have your hands full when you get older with, with those three. We, last night, uh, what was it last night? Was it last night or two nights ago? I think it might have been, oh no, it was uh, Tuesday night, yeah, so we went to I got home from work, and then Brittany got home, and my mom was like craving the eggplant really to me. She's like, oh, I want to take everything into my mind. It's like not even enjoyable. Like the kids are fucking loud, savages, and the place is small. You've been inside there, right? I've never even seen how you know where it is. Yo, the the place is like like if you walk in that being the front door, like the front counter is probably like maybe to our slider. And then that's all the tables, booths, whatever, and then everything's behind the slider. Maybe not, maybe to the how window. Many there's uh on the left when you come in there's four booths of four seaters. Okay. And then in the center there's two four tops. To the right there's three four tops. That's it. Yeah. And then they configure the tables to accommodate whatever, no reservations, whatever. And there's a ton of to go orders, delivery. So like as you're sitting there eating, all the to go orders, the people are there. And it's a lot of like older people from Boca that are like trying to have, you know, a meal out, whatever. Yeah. So like we pull in, there's stuff. seven, there was, what is there, so, like, seven of us. So we all sit down and, uh, what was I saying? What's the one I just want to say? About the boys or the kids being savages. Oh yeah, so it's like, we're sitting there, there's a table of like, 
you can tell they were like old school, like Boca Jews mm -hmm. from New York or whatever. And more like Jew York. Yeah. So we have to like go around their table as they're putting our tables together. And the lady looks at me, she's like, oh my God, you know, your family is so, so cute, so beautiful. I'm like, I'm like listen, talk to me in 10 minutes when they ruin your whole meal. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she fucking looks at me. Huh? And I was like wearing my New York hat and she looks at me and she's like, oh no, no. I'm like, okay. All right. You've been warned. But they were actually really fucking good. Nice, dude. Amazing. So they, those people finished before us and she taps me on the shoulder. She's like, you know, you told me that they were going to ruin my whole meal. She's like, I just want to let you know. She's like, your kids were unbelievable you had a great family they were so well behaved blah, blah, blah. like whatever compliments and i'm like wow i'm like you know thank you so much you know i appreciate it and she's like you know it reminds me of when we were in here she's like you know i have three boys and i finally got the girl so Brittany, her famous line is always like those get easier and the lady looked at it she's like enjoy this right now because it's nothing but fucking mayhem <laughs> exact words and i'm just like <laughs> She's like, who's driving drunk? Who's fighting? Who hates each other? Who's moving out? Who wants a new family? She's like, enjoy these times. She's like, it's nothing but worse. I'm like, great. 